0: Today we're talking website homepages. I'm so excited because a lot of people struggle with their website homepage and what they need to put on the website homepage and photos and all the things, so if you're struggling or want to audit your own homepage, this is definitely the episode for you. Welcome to the Up In My Business podcast with me, Lex Lancaster, where you'll get an inside look at all things tech, business, and my life as a physical therapist turned digital operations expert. You'll hear all about my lessons as a business owner, the ins and outs of tech for your business, and more. From SEO, websites, and email marketing to automations, launches, and copywriting, I've got you. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive in. All right, we are going to chat some life updates, business updates, all the things. It's been a little bit since I recorded, so I did I there's a lot of things to catch up on, but still Uh, still some things that I'm not going to touch on just yet. So I went to Taylor Swift on Memorial Day weekend. I recognize that was like three weekends ago at this point, but it was incredible. I am working on an episode about what we can learn from Taylor Swift as far as branding goes, and I am super excited for the episode that I'm going to put out about that. I'll probably turn it into a blog as well, but just marketing and branding lessons from her. I just, when I was at the concert, it just, a switch flipped inside my head and I was like, I have to talk about this. So I've been laying it out since the concert. It's just taken way more time than I originally anticipated that it would. So stay tuned for that episode. I think it'll be really good. So even my people who don't like Taylor Swift, I'm looking at you with those eyes like, how do you not like her? Because she's a genius. Um, And she's just really good at what she does. But anyway, uh, that episode will be coming out... I don't know when, but within the next probably month or two, uh, going to definitely be recording and planning and doing all the things for that. I have not, or we, so Shantae and I are still doing our joint coaching offer, but we are still in the stages of planning for that. So if you are interested, make sure you jump on the wait list there. We are going to be doing business coaching with tech implementation. So An example may be if we're talking about email marketing, we're then going to also get the tech implementation side of that, so the coaching and actually being able to do the thing. So that's really where we're at. We are still trying to figure out some, you know, baseline details about the program so that we can basically market it accordingly and make sure that we get the the right people in the group. So once again, that waitlist or interest list is in the show notes. So please make sure you get your name on that. I am still planning on opening up two slots for SEO maintenance. So done for you SEO for a brick and mortar practice. So if you are a brick and mortar in-person business and you are looking for done for you SEO, I am opening up two slots for that. So that will happen likely August or September. I have not decided yet. Uh, July is just going to be a really busy month. So I don't think it'll be July. And also July seems to be like the month that goes the fastest. So I don't want to put a bunch of stuff in July. So August or September is where I'm looking to do that. So if you are not on the waitlist for that, and you're looking for SEO help, then I would jump on that waitlist as well. Um, Let's see here. What else did I write down? That's really like the big... Business life updates. I know I talked about the sales page update, the sales page flash sale. I'm going to schedule that. I just need to look into how I want to do it because it's a little bit of a, it can be, it can be a little bit difficult. Let's just say the word difficult as far as time goes. So I'm going to likely do the flash sale. And then the way that it's going to be executed is I have to actually do things on the back end, right? So it's not going to be like you buy it and it gets delivered to your inbox. So, I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to have copy prompts inside of it. So, if it's a sales page, we're going to be saying like, what should you put here? So, it's essentially going to be here's a sales page that you can then use for the rest of forever. So, I'm going to be putting that out. I'm not entirely sure when. Um, Like I said, still planning a lot of things out, but we'll be doing that. So, if you're not on my email list, make sure you're on it, which I will also have the link to that in the show notes, because that's where that will be announced and it will be a flash sale. So it's not going to be something that I offer all the time, at least not right now. It will just be a daily thing where I have, and I I am actually going to limit the amount of um, people that can buy it as well. So I may only have between five to 10 available. So that is just the way that it has to be done right now because of some logistical things. So keep your eye out for that. Um, that's really like the big biz updates, life updates. I know a couple people asked me how Moose is doing. Moose is doing really well. Um, she wasn't in my stories for the past couple weeks. Just been really, really busy, but Moose is doing well. She needs a haircut right now. And having, if you have a golden doodle, I don't know what the deal is with their hair, but it definitely grows faster in different seasons. So she, this haircut lasted like two weeks. And I think it's honestly because the groomer didn't cut her enough. So now she looks like a crazy, crazy dog again. And it drives me nuts because it's also summer. So she's hot. So I have to schedule her for another grooming appointment. And it's just one of those things where I knew what I was signing up for when I got a golden doodle, but during the winter months, her hair grows so slow. So her groom, her grooming appointments would be more spread out. And now I'm like, oh, she has to go like every four weeks. And it's just a thing which, and she looks so good afterwards. So I can't complain, but it's just hard when she, her hair is so long. Um, and I don't know if anyone, so I didn't post about it because it was so bad. Maybe I did. I can't recall. I tried to cut her. myself at home because the groomer didn't have any openings and she looked so bad and I could tell she was uncomfortable. This was like maybe February. And oh my God, it was so bad. I will gladly pay a groomer however much money they charge to never have to do that again. Like ever. I will never want to do that again. It was such a nightmare and it took forever. And I firsthand saw the value of just Paying for the service. I would have called a groomer and said, I will pay you double your rate if you could just do this today, like, or in the next week. They were booking out four weeks. And I was like, I can't, we can't wait for four weeks. She's going to be so, so long by then. So, anyway, that's my update on Moose. Not many other really big updates. I do have a lot of episodes planned out as far as topics go, but I always invite people to send me a DM or an email about topics they'd like to hear more about on the podcast, oftentimes I will take things from Instagram that I can't really elaborate on and bring them over here just because it is much easier to use my voice and to get my full thought process out rather than have the um, thoughts be limited to the post, but also the character count on Instagram. So yeah, I have some things planned out, but we'll always love to hear your um, thoughts and what you're looking for. So... With all of that being said, we're going to hear from our sponsor, Jane App, first, and then we will jump into this episode, which is all about your website homepage. As you all know, I am a big fan of Jane App, the all-in-one practice management software that offers a fully integrated payment solution called Jane Payments. Although the world of payment processing can be complex, Jane Payments was built to help make things as simple as possible to help you get paid, and it's so easy to get started and it is the best let me tell you it makes things so so easy here's how you can get started today if you head to jane.app payments you can book a one-on-one demo with a member of jane's support team this can give you a better sense of how jane payments can integrate with your practice by seeing some popular features just in action in a live call If you know that you're ready to get started, you can sign up for Jane and you can use the code LEX1MO, so LEX1MO, for a one-month grace period while you settle in, which is a total game changer, let me tell you, because you can set everything up while you're starting to use it, especially if you're switching from a different EMR. Once you're in your new Jane account, you can flip the switch on for Jane payments at any time, and ideally, as soon as you get started because then you can start to take advantage of Jane's time and money saving features. And it only takes a few minutes and you can start processing online payments right away. No waiting period. What? This is amazing. Jane's promise to you is transparent rates and unlimited support from a team that cares. And I can attest to that because Jane's support is incredible. So check Jane out. I promise you will not be disappointed. All right, let's do this. So your website homepage, just to start off with, it is essentially your business's sales page. And I have said this from the start, that someone should be able to come to your homepage and never navigate away from the homepage, but be able to understand your business, what you do, who is behind the business, um, any sort of options they have as far as services, a way to sign up for your mailing list, And definitely a way to do whatever action it is that you want them to do. So your specific call to action. So they need to be able to know and do all of the things that exist elsewhere. So this is sort of like what we call, I call it a queen page, if you will, in SEO school. So this is basically our end all be all. It has all the information that you could possibly need. Now, you might be thinking, well, why would I do that if I want people to check out the other things that I have on my website? Understandable, I get it. The reason why is because most people never navigate away from the homepage. And we can actually think about our own behavior, how many times we go to someone's website, and we can tell whether or not they're for us based on the first page. And I also want you to think if you're an online or brick and mortar business owner, I want you to think about the people that come to your clinic or come to consult or um, come to you for business, um, buy things from you. That's what I'm looking for here. Think about the people who actually book a discovery call or they buy things from you or they come into your clinic. Oftentimes, you'll talk about something that is on your website, very much so on your website, and they will be like, no, I didn't see that or it'll be revolutionary information to them. And you're like, but it's right on the website because people don't read websites, right? They don't read your website in its entirety. Now, let me say this. There are always, always, always going to be the people that read all the things. I have people who I'll jump on a discovery call with and they're like, oh yeah, I read, i read everything on your website. You don't have to go through that. Like let's, let's jump through to what we're going to essentially end the call with of how can I help you? Then I have people who I'm like, awesome, you contacted about a website. Did you check out the Squarespace templates that I have on my website? And they'll say, oh, oh no, I didn't. I, I didn't check that out. So you will always have people on both ends of the spectrum. So what I like to say is exactly what I said before, is that that homepage is really, really important. And I think a lot of people don't put enough weight on their homepage because they're like, well, all the information is going to be put elsewhere. Of course it is. But you only have industry standard is about seven seconds to get someone's attention So our homepage needs to one, be really good and have good information on it and make people want to read it. But two, it has to have a lot of the information because if someone doesn't navigate away from the homepage and they don't know if we're for them, then we're not doing them the the service that they deserve, right? So if someone doesn't take... Now, (laughs) I'm sitting here laughing because I had a conversation with someone and they were like, but if someone doesn't take the time to read about my business, do I actually want to work with them? And my answer to that is, we can't assume that everyone has the time to read about the entirety of our business. And also, I would invite you to say and assume, if you will, or maybe just entertain the thought, that sometimes people are going to make a decision the minute they see your face, your clinic, where you're located, the service you provide, the vibe that you have on the first section of your homepage. People make decisions that fast. And we've all done that, right? We've done that. You can probably think of at least one time where you've seen something and you're like, that's it. That's what I'm doing. That's the person I'm going to go see. And whether or not you book a discovery call, it is what it is. But making the actual decision, sometimes people don't need to read the whole website or read all about you in order to make the decision. And even I I also want to say that the people that are coming to our website are typically warmer leads or super cold leads. And obviously, if we're not hot, we're warm. But what I'm saying here is that if it's a warm lead, someone told them about us or you know they came from social media, they may already be pretty familiar with us. So they're not going to have to, they don't feel the need to read more on your website. A cold lead, so if someone just finds your website, let's say through Google, or maybe they haven't been following you on social media for a long time, just you know a short period of time and they found your website. When someone finds that site, they may not feel like they need to read the whole thing they may just make the decision about you based on your first and second section of your homepage because they see themselves in that section of the page and they're like, yes, this is the person I want. So I don't want you to write off people that only check out your homepage. It's honestly sometimes one of the biggest compliments because you're thinking, wow, that person chose me by only seeing my homepage or only seeing the first section of my homepage and not even reading through everything. That can also feel really, really good. Now, does it open up room for more conversations, especially as it relates to the cash-based PT model? Of course it does. Because now that means that they're probably not reading your FAQ. They're probably not reading the services page. They're probably not reading the fact that you don't take insurance, you know, at the bottom line. So does it open up room for a discovery call that takes a little bit longer? Yeah, of course. But in my, in my opinion- the people who don't read through your whole site, it's not like they jump on a call and they're thinking, oh, if I hear the information that is on the rest of the site, aka cash base rates or whatever it may be, I'm not going to go with you. That's not the that's not the um, majority of people, right? So it is fine if someone only sees your homepage. Now, it's not fine. <laughs> If they only see your homepage and you have nothing on it. So what we're going to go through today is just breaking down the sections of the homepage. And I'm going to go through... Some design things, if you will, but mostly logistical things. And by design, I only mean the photo part. I can't really tell you exactly how to design the page because, depending on the information, depending on what service you offer, depending on the flow, like there's going to be different layouts. But I'm just going to tell you the information that you need to have on your homepage, as well as what your photos could look like. And I don't want to say should look like, but could look like. So the homepage. What I said is that it's essentially your business's sales page, right? So on your homepage, here's the things that you need to include. Who you are, what you do, how you do it, who you help, the transformation you can provide, social proof, and a way to sign up for your newsletter. And then most importantly, a way to book with you or to do the call to action that you want them to do. So for my brick and mortar in-person folks. And also for online business folks, I also want you to put a, a dot, a star in your list or whatever it may be. Location. You need to have your location somewhere. I cannot tell you how many people do not have their location anywhere on their homepage. And I'm like, do you work in person? Do you work online? I don't know where what state you're in. Can I work with you? Because I can't even tell what your address is because you don't have that on there either. So having your location is so important, whether you're virtual or not. You can just say online business coaching, like that's fine. But making sure that you put your location, especially if you are a brick and mortar business. So here's the thing. Before you can really design your homepage, you need to understand your business and what you do. So I was part of a copywriting mastermind. Shout out to Sarah Anna Powers and her Clickworthy Copywriting Certification. And I took what she has for our elevator pitch. I inserted a little bit of my own copy inside of it so that I could give it to people to Develop their elevator pitch when they're building out their website and their homepage. So, the framework for that is: Hi, I'm blank, and I help blank to do, make, create whatever that may be. Blank, and then in that blank you would insert what you help them do, make, and create so that they can blank. And you would insert their most desired result in that in that uh, blank. Now you can insert that statement. Into your website, take out the hi, I'm whatever, but you could literally put I help blank do blank so that they can blank. Now, this is flat. Understand that this is a flat statement. Like I don't like to just copy and paste this. It's nice to know what this is, like know what this statement is, but then take that statement and put it in different words. So, making sure that you understand who you're working with and what you help them do and the the transformation that you can provide. Yes, but make it entertaining. Make it good. You know, they talk about or we talk about a lot with flat copy and just not being able to relay what you do in an entertaining way. And so this is what I mean by that. Like, you have to make this entertaining. People are bored by the, the I help X do Y so that they can blank. Just reword it in a way of like, so you're a new mom leaking when you jump. I've got you. I can help you do X, Y, and Z. Like, that's more entertaining than I help blank do blank. Okay. So just understanding, knowing the elevator pitch, making sure you know who your niche audience is is super, super important and making sure that is on there. So homepage wise, we have to think about navigation titles. So navigation titles are the bar at the top of your website. I don't want you to get fancy. Like people put some weird stuff in their titles, long things, not short words. I'm like, what are we doing here? It just isn't It isn't cohesive. It doesn't make everything cohesive and it doesn't make it better. So make it super simple. People literally leave websites when they don't understand the navigation. So please do not leave out the home navigation either. So example, home about services contact book, home about services blog contact book. Um, all of that is like, that's exactly what you should have for your titles. If you start to get really fancy, like putting different words in the title, it makes it bigger. And then you can't have as many, but also don't have more than six. Six is like my top, my top maximum of how many navigation titles you should have, but you need to have the navigation be super clear, super direct. Don't be getting fancy. And always have home in the navigation bar. The reason I have to say this is because people don't put it in there. Because if you click the logo, it goes back to the home page. So if you click the logo on any website, it takes you to the home page. But most people don't know that. <laughs> people don't know that. So if you leave the home page button out, they have no idea how to get back to your home page, which is a problem. So make sure you put the home in there. So let's talk about the banner image. All right. So. The banner image and the first part of your homepage, This, all I'm going to tell you is that this image needs to literally be a summary of your business. If I could only look at one picture, what would you put in that banner image? So one photo and you have to choose that one photo and that's what's going to represent your entire business. Now, let's keep talking. That banner image is so difficult for people to fit. So when you talk to a photographer, you need to make sure that you have space on the left, the right, the top, and the bottom. Lots of space. So that's the big thing. Like tell the photographer to step way back, way, way back. Have a lot of breathing room around the main subject. The second thing is the main subject or subjects of the photo need to be in the same place. So this works when there's two or more people in the photo, You have to realize that when this goes to mobile view, you're not going to see the full image. So if you have, and I'm just going to say you're doing range of motion on someone's shoulder, when you're doing that or assessing a squat, you have to be close to the subject. And it's going to feel weird because as a physical therapist, when you're doing joint range of motion, you're always close to the subject. You're touching them. But if you're assessing a squat, usually you're stepping farther away. Like you're not right next to the person. You have to be close to them and it's going to feel like it's not authentic because that's not how you would actually assess someone. But you have to be close to the subject because if you're not, you're going to get cut off when it goes to mobile view. So that banner image becomes a real problem for people because when they go to get brand photography, they don't talk about this and then they end up not having an image. So I have actually had to make sure that people either get a photo edited and there's a border added to the photo, which... It's really not that big of a deal. You can do it in Photoshop very easily. You just extend everything. But regardless, you need to have room around that image to use in that space. Okay. So that's super, super important. I know that a lot of people struggle with that. So I want to make sure I went through that. You also want to have a short snippet of about you. Well, let me back up. That's my rewind sound. When we're talking about that banner, the banner image, what goes on top of that should be a statement that makes sense for your business and typically your location. So if you're a pelvic health clinic in Bedford, New Hampshire, it would say pelvic health physical therapy in Bedford, New Hampshire. So oftentimes it's a very pointed statement. So, well, let me just say that differently. It should be a pointed statement. Oftentimes some people will put like a creative statement there that grabs attention. So I there's many ways to do that. But typically what I would love to do, especially for my brick and mortar people, is making sure you explicitly state the service or the people you work with in your location. That's what I would say to do there on that banner image. If you have a creative statement, you should follow up in the next section with exactly who you help. So if you do something like lofty and you're like coaching, life, education or something like that, like you just put three words on the banner image, which I've seen people do, please make sure that in the next section of your website, you put a description of who you work with, because you need to have that. Now, the reason why I will say that the, best, the best, best practice is to put who you work with and where in and on top of that banner image is because then you get to have a button below that that says either book or learn more or whatever it may be so that they will then click that button and go where you want them to go. So whether that's to book a call with you, book a free discovery call, whatever it may be, You want them to do that thing. So having that button toward the top of the page, obviously, there's more likelihood of them clicking that button because it's toward the top. So that's just where I, that's my opinion and where I want you to have a button and who you work with. Now, let's jump down. You need to have a short snippet of about you. This is not a full story. This is a simple short bio that will get people to want to work with you or will show your true personality, show who you work with, show who you are as a person, all about putting you on the home page. So it's short. This should not be paragraphs. This should probably be one paragraph with a short title that says like, hi, I'm Lex. And then you talk about a short little bio for yourself. Um, that way people can get a, a taste for you if they're not familiar with you on your homepage. And if they want to learn more, then they click the button underneath that section that says learn more about me, okay? So it's very nice because you want to make sure that it's engaging and short, but it's a good way to get people to get a little taste of you. Next, we have our services and what you do. This should not be a huge section. I want you to really, really, really put that in your brain that this should just be a title, a short description, and then a button to book, especially if you have different fields. So if you work with ortho and pelvic health, and maybe you do like uh, fitness coaching as well, you don't want to have this long run run on homepage. You want this to be very, very quick. So you would have the service title, a quick description, a button to learn more. If you have photos, I would put a photo with each service because yes, that matters. So Name of service, who the service is for, some quick details, and then a call to action. The call to action could be to learn more or it can just be to book a free discovery call. So it can be either. Typically for the services, I like to say learn more and then send them to a specific service page for that thing. So you need to have your services on the homepage. Next would be our call to action. We have to figure out what we want people to do. So the end all be all call to action is typically to book a free discovery call. If you're thinking on your homepage, like I just said, you're going to take your services that you list there and send them to a specific services page. Cool. Do that. So it's more or less like you can do either and you can do both. Just make sure you're planning this out. This needs to make sense. So don't put, you know, if you want them to book a free discovery call, but then you put contact me through email as a a button, but you really want them to book a discovery call, those are going to be conflicting call to actions calls to action. So make sure you have the specific call to action to book. And then as far as navigation wise, send the people to where it makes sense. Okay. So services to services page, about button to about page, et cetera. You have to have social proof. Social proof is amazing. So you can have a Google review plugin if you want. So plug in from Elf site, there is a discount code. I will put the discount in the show notes as well through Site, So I am a affiliate for Elf Site because it's the best Google review plugin for your website. So you can put a Google review plugin in there. So that way you can have your Google reviews right there on your website, or you can do any sort of testimonials that people have submitted for your business. But testimonials are super, super important to have on your website because they are just almost, I shouldn't say just, they are almost as good as a a direct word of mouth referral. There's research on this. So you always want to make sure that you have social proof on your home page, And I would say having between three to five of those testimonials is a great idea. Then we have to talk about the last two things. So the big thing is a newsletter signup. So a way to actually get onto your newsletter or your mailing list. You can do that by offering a freebie. You can do that by just having a general signup form whatever you choose to do, it's really nice to be able to embed your newsletter form onto your website. So whatever platform you use, highly recommend ConvertKit. Of course, I would have that as an embed somewhere on your homepage that people can sign up if they want to. Oftentimes people don't think that they use it, but I will say that I get a ton of signups on the homepage for that. Now, I didn't plan to go into the footer section of your website, but I am going to talk about the footer briefly. You want to make sure that you have your business name, your business address, your business phone number, a way to contact you in the footer. So most people keep the most important information on their footer for a reason, because people look for it there. So just make sure you do have that in your footer. There are other things that you can put in there that I'm not going to dive into right now, but your footer should also include that information because we're almost to 30 minutes here and I wanted to keep this one shorter, but here we are. So overall, I do want to just say that have photos that match what we're talking about. So about you should be a photo about you. If you have a team, you can put your quick a quick little thing about your team on your homepage with each of their photos. Um, make sure your services have service photos. So if you have pelvic health, ortho, whatever, the photo matches the service. If you have a freebie, make sure you have a photo with that freebie or opt-in. If you For your homepage banner, we already talked about that one. But then you could also potentially have photos for your testimonials if they submitted them, if you're not doing the Google review plugin. So just making sure that you have photos, a brand photos that make sense there. And I will be releasing a brand photography episode at some point here. Um, Not entirely sure when, but at some point. So you will be able to listen to that one when that releases. So that is the wrap up of the homepage keeping in mind that the things that you need to make sure are in your copy or the text on your site is who you are, what you do, how you do it, who you help, the transformation you can provide for them, social proof. And those are the things that you need to make sure are in your website homepage via the sections that I just went through. So if you have questions, please feel free to reach out to me. This is also linked. I have a website planning guide in my bio on Instagram. I will also place it in the show notes so that you can download it. That website planning guide really helps you go through page by page in order to plan your website out. So if you want that, feel free to grab it. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. I will catch you next time.